The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next on Life Today, Bible teacher and author Beth Moore invites you to allow yourself to become vulnerable and intimate with God as you ask, why? To say the word, why? To really ask it with passion. I mean, you're dropping your chin down and you are bringing up a whale, true whale of a word. And I, I just think, isn't it interesting that all of these whys and God answered it with who? joining us and we are especially blessed. We've got our dear, dear friend Beth Moore back with us. Yes, Betty, she's, It makes she's me a... so happy that Betty was the one that introduced <laughs> the program today. Way to go. Yeah. So oh well, that might be the only chance I get to yeah. talk. <laughs> Yeah, in the last show, she, our daughter gave her a whistle for Christmas. Show the whistle, and she realized tonight that she, she could, could use it. Yeah, use it and tell us she wanted to say something. Uh, listen, and she knows this from experience, James. That's right, she does. Because we just talk on, but what I always say is, then she drops it like it's hot. She does. And I mean, then it's just over. It's she over. made the point for the whole broadcast, and it's done. Yeah, and, and we says, did all that talking for nothing. Why didn't you just say that? Everybody <laughs> says, why do you let her talk? <laughs> I do try to get you to talk, don't you I? You do all the time. Okay. I'll, but you all promised right. all I had to do was sit here. <laughs> That's the only talking. way she would come. She says, I will come up there if all I have to do is sit there and, and nod. And I said, well, just be sure you're always nodding and agreeing. <laughs> and agree. But he slightly lied because he, he, she doesn't just get to sit She doesn't. There. No. She's wonderful. Okay, quest. Here it is. Bible study. We were stopped in the hall by someone who'd been through your Bible and says, oh, Beth, there's never been one like this. I just can't explain to you how great it is. I'm thinking, where'd she get all these salespeople out here in the hall? <laughs> but it really, you've already, you're hearing that, right? It's coming back to you. Yes, I am getting feedback by the grace of God that is a, in accordance with what I prayed so hard for. What this study is toward is intimacy with God. That that's what I began to hear from people that they needed the most. They said, oh, you know, I just I want somehow to have that life and um, an abundance in my prayer time with Him. That I know I've really been with God, and so that's what this is all toward. That is the goal. That by the time they get to the end of this five weeks, that they've come to a place of intimacy that is nearer and dearer to them than anything they've experienced. And so that's a thrill to me because it will be the thing that they'll say, that's the thing I hear the most is that one, that one little point. I think that's what we were after from the very start. And, and that is what I'm, I'm so hoping that they'll discover is a way of dialogue. God's speaking to us through His Word. Learn to speak back. Learn to ask Him questions. Jot them down and watch. It may be over the next days. It may be over the next week. It may be over the next couple of months that He'll come right back around and give you a response to that question. It's the most beautiful thing. I've got to tell y'all something so funny. A friend of mine said, don't forget to tell James and Betty this. So I, I want to be sure and share it on the airplane coming up here today. I don't know why odd and beautiful things happen coming to Dallas, but this 
kind of thing happens all the time heading up here for this these kinds of tapings. So on the way up here, there was a businessman sitting beside me. And so I had the study out because I was reviewing it so that I would be ready for our interview. So, you know, you just go back over it a little bit and make sure that I've, I've looked at it really well. And so he kind of, I can kind of hear him making a, a noise of him. Mm -hmm. He said, uh, my wife does Beth Moore studies. And so, <laughs> and so I said, oh, and so I just kept looking because yeah, I thought, do you okay. know Beth Moore? And so, well, he says, how long have you been doing her studies? <laughs> and so I looked at him because I thought, he's kidding. And well, he wasn't. And so I, looked, I said, well, since the very first word she ever wrote. That's how long I've been doing these studies with her. Since the very first word. It was the funniest, funniest thing. But what I loved about the moment, because it just froze everything for me, thinking back on literally 24 years of writing Bible studies. And because of the way God does it, when he keeps when he keeps our relationship alive in him, and it is the most exhilarating part of our lives, then everything he's doing is always fresh and now. Mm -hmm. And so every single one of the studies at that time was the most important thing I could possibly have been doing. Yeah. And it was, my, it was my dearest thing right then, and that's how I feel about this, that the privilege to be able to get in these pages and, and call someone in, I think this is part of the gift of teaching. I think this is, comes by way of the Holy Spirit that, that, uh, that maybe people with other kinds of giftings can learn something from God without feeling the need to immediately call someone and tell them mm -hmm. that they don't need to go tell it. They're already satisfied that they received it. Oh, not me. Not me. <laughs> if anything me works, I want people to flourish so badly. And if anything works, I'm all like, listen, I think this could work. Yeah, you know, right. I'm just, I, I want people to make it so badly. And to me, this is the part that God, it's, it's not what we're doing for him that is what thrills us so much. It's, it's God himself. Mm -hmm. It's knowing Jesus Christ, that everything comes in the overflow of that. And it all comes from relationships. So it, it's based on the premise that, that any time we feel like there's, there's become some distance between us and God, that we could always find our way back home by answering five questions. And there are so many questions in the, in the scriptures and many are posed by God himself who already knows the answers. So he's calling us into intimacy. But these five questions, and I, I, I present them from the very beginning in Genesis 3, where are you? Then who told you that? Same chapter. Get to the New Testament. Then Jesus begins asking questions. He says, what are you seeking in John's gospel? Very first words out of his mouth. Why are you afraid in Matthew's gospel? And then the most beautiful one of all. I love it so much. I've got my Bible open to it. Um, Luke eleven thirteen, where he says, if you then who are evil by comparison, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Wow. And those five things, if we, if we would just come to him on the page or just even just audibly and try to answer it. Lord, this is where I feel like I am. Uh, this, this is what I believe and, and who I think told me this. This is what I really want. I want to camp on those, those last three questions because I think desire is so important to be able to bring to him what it is we we want. When he turned around, when those first disciples were, were following right behind him, he turns around and he looks at him and he says, what, what do you want? 
it's not like, what do you want? It's, tell me, what, what is it you want? And I wonder, when, when is the last time you answered that question to him? What, what are your deepest desires? What, what are your hopes? Betty, when, I mean, that's intimacy. If we can't really tell somebody, man, the, this is what I wish. This is, Lord, if I could just put the desires in my heart, these, these are the kinds of things I wish I could have out of life. The, that's, that's part of being able to open up your heart. And to he someone. already knows, yes, he but does. he wants us to he know. Does. He wants us to be able to say it or express it. It's the and most beautiful thing there is. Knowing. It, once you taste that, you, you, you want everybody to have it. Because I mean, once you realize that, honestly, the one whose voice, I mean, that just spoke the planets into orbit, spoke the universe into being, said, let there be light, and there was. This is the God that is present with you. Absolutely. All by yourself, that in God. all your flaws, in all of our humanity, in yes. all of our brokenness, in all the, the sin that we've been in the course of our life, that that God is with me, listening to me. I love it, and I know you guys do too. In John 11, when Jesus says, I know that you always hear me. And when he said to his father before he raised Lazarus from the dead, but so that these people can see but he said to his father, I know that you always hear me. And I thought, how different would our prayer lives be if we always knew that he heard us? What if we believed it? Mm-hmm. You know, I've got to tell you guys something. You know, when we were talking about that question, what is it you want? What are you seeking? Do you know that they answered him back? He asked them in 138 in John, what are you seeking? What do you want? And they answered him back, where are you staying? And I thought it was the most profound thing. They answered him back with the question. It was like, I'm going to tell you something. We don't, we don't know exactly what we want, but we think it's got something to do with you. Where are you going? I, I love right, we it. We need to live that way. I just love it so much. Okay, the other one, Betty, this is where Betty and I have to leave you out because this one, you don't, this one, you don't even know about this one. This one is when Jesus then asks in Matthew 8, 26, why are you afraid? Think about the intimacy that if we would really open up to God and you're saying, but he already knows. No, no, that's not the point. Of course he does. Of course he does. Imagine my husband knows me. Imagine that we never talked. That's how we communicate. So imagine that you would be able to voice to him. This is what I'm afraid of. This is what I fear. Because I don't know, is anything more vulnerable than that, Mm -hmm. Betty? Mm -hmm. That we'd be telling somebody, you know how much you gotta trust somebody Mm -hmm. by the time you're leaning in and going, this is what I'm afraid of. Well, I do know that when when we went through the loss of our daughter, you know, you have have your close friends, your family, everybody that cares as much as they know how to care. And you you know you can go to them and you can talk to them, you can pour out your heart to them. And I knew that and I did that at times, but I always knew I could go back to God. And He was right there to heal my broken heart and to hold me and to let me cry out to Him. Yes. There's nothing like it. Nothing, (laughs) nothing like it. Did you know, Betty and James, that, that of all the books of the Bible, 66 books, Genesis to Revelation, guess which book of the Bible by a landslide has the most questions in it? Job. Job. Of course it does. Do you know that it's believed to be, if not the oldest, one of the oldest books in the Word of God? And isn't it 
wonderful to think because we think because we see it more in the center of the scriptures we think well that's that is the chronological order of that book no it's believed to have been either patriarchal that that's the Genesis period or even pre so I want you to imagine this with me because do you realize that when he was inspiring his word he took on those questions of why the righteous suffer from the very beginning God is not scared of questions and that they get all the way to the end of the book and all of this time that Job is grasping with all of this. When he gets to the end of it, he still does not know why he suffered. So it's an odd thing that where he finds life again is in realizing who God is, not why it ever happened. Yeah, I, I said in. He, I he said did in, see the end result. I thought did. I knew you, yeah. but I didn't. Yeah. Know I you. didn't. Not like I know you I now. I didn't. I mean, I just think it's the most profound mm-hmm. thing when we're. I, I think something is wonderful about in the English language that the that the question why is like a primal scream. I mean, when you throw your head back, think to say the word why to really ask it with passion. I mean, you're dropping your chin down and you are bringing up a whale, true whale of a word. And I I just think, isn't it interesting that all of these whys and God answered it with who? And over and over again, when I can't come to to the end of why in a situation, I still feel free to ask it because even Jesus asked it yeah. on he the did. cross. He, he asked why. Why? Why have you forsaken me for that moment but to be able to be allowed to feel what we have felt and we will all feel if we have a journey that is long enough with God and we've been through enough with God. But we get to ask it. But so often, what waits until we see him face to face where we get our peace is, I don't, I don't know why, but I know who. Yes. I know who my God is. I know my God is good, that he can do me no wrong, that he cannot betray me. He cannot forsake or reject me. He cannot, he has no dark side. I mean, what, that's, y'all, that's everything to us. Touch on the last of the questions well, because a couple of minutes, can you yeah, do that? It's just, just the best. How much more then will your Father in Heaven give the Holy Spirit to you ask Him. And here, here's my thing. When I'm going through a, r- a rough time, I always know I can say more of the Holy Spirit. I mean, I asked Him that last night on my face, face down. I said, Lord, I just want more of you. I just want, I want more Double of you. Portion, more. Triple How portion. much more? Yeah. How, what are you willing to give me? The, the, the beauty of that, that All no matter himself. what we're going through, how much more wow. would your Father in Heaven Give the Holy Spirit, His own Spirit, to those who ask Him. That, that works for me. <laughs> let's, let's pray this right now. Lord, all of you here and look at me. He sent another of the same kind to actually live in us. Now, Father, I think we grow continually in an understanding not only of your greatness, your grace and graciousness and your mercy, and your patience. But Lord, we want to know in fullness the power of your presence prevailing in us. So for every person at home right now who has bowed their head, I pray they will simply open their heart and their life and say, I don't understand it all. I don't come to you, Father, by my great understanding, but by the faith of a child 
give me the fullness of your power and your spirit. I'm not looking for a funny feeling. I want to receive you, all of you, in all of me, all the time, for your glory. I yield my life to you and your fullness. Now, you don't have to beg. You don't ask the Father for bread, and he gives you a stone. You don't have to beg, and you don't need to look for a feeling. I will simply tell you this. When I yielded a fatherless kid, the shyest kid, I think, on the planet, to the call of God that he wanted to use me as a voice an announcer of good news, an evangelist. And I said, yes. I can tell you that I felt I was experiencing waves of liquid love. And I can tell you that more than 55 years later, those waves are ever increasing. One of the best known preachers in the world has called me twice. In the last month, said, James, James, I'm supposed to be a Bible teacher. God, I want the compassion that's on you. I pray for that compassion. Listen, that's real. That's not pretense. I feel the hurt of people. I feel, their, I feel Beth what God feels. When Jesus wept, it wasn't that he didn't know exactly what was going to happen. He wept because they wept. Yes. He wipes with us. God, give us that compassion. Beth, that's part of the Holy Spirit's power. Yes, it is. This is what Beth's trying to get us on. By the way, many of you right where you are, you're experiencing that flow of the fullness of his presence, his power. Just thank him for it, praise him for it right where you are. And then walk in it. Beth is seeking to take you on a journey. Would you join Betty and me in saying thanks to God and Beth Moore? Thank you for being available to God, and thank you for being here. Thank you for all the years. We are going to right now, and I promise you, you're about to be pulled right up to the compassion of God. If you're not moved with compassion here, you say, God Almighty, please, I've got to know what you know and feel about this, because I promise you, you are going to want to be the answer to a heart cry and a very, very legitimate need that we can meet. We can be the miracle. Everyone on earth depends on water to live. Where access to clean water is lacking, people either die from thirst or they resort to desperate measures, often with tragic results. Shadrake, Yarumana, Yarakovacana, Arico, 
ahagwariye oya nti yari bwagere kugira ibintu akora cyane yarakiri muto ariko yarambabaje kuko mukumbabaza yamfiriye ko nabigose yamfiriye ko nabi nagahuzuzwe ninukira yaguma nchibwa ko acibwa ko sindi gushira hasi sindi bugirene nakundi nari kugira nanje cyadrake yarambabaje nazomba mu muti Every child's death is a tragedy. The deaths of Virginia's children are especially painful in that they could have been prevented simply by drilling a clean water well in their village. We cannot change the past, but there are children still alive whose futures hang in the balance and can still be saved if we only choose to act. You've heard the story of that precious mother's loss, and there's another child that's sick. We can drill that well. I'm talking about rapidly. There are 400 areas that the missionaries have shown us. Tremendous need just like that. We're, we're reaching now towards 6,000 wells, but 400 this year. The millions of lives that you've saved. Betty, when you look at that woman's face, you understand as a mother. I do. There's no way to adequately describe to you the heartache of a mother in the loss of a child. I don't care how old or young they are. There's no way to describe it. And that mother has experienced it more than once and may again if we don't get her the help that she needs. You know, there's many diseases that we, as hard as we try, we can't find a cure for. But this one, there's a cure for. It's the water, the diseased water that's killing these precious children and making these mothers' hearts just break. Please join with us and let's drill the water wells because that's the answer. We can prevent this from happening in so many cases. Please join with us and let's get them water for life, literally. Thank you, Betty. We have only a few days left now to really get the resources necessary to not only fulfill the heart desire and the vision of the missionaries, to share water for life while they point to the water of life consistently and effectively. So we really need to hear from you. The wells, the 400 we need to drill, they cost 4800 each. That's the average. There are some places we might get down for less than $2,000, or some we're going to pay seven or 8000 because of the terrain, because of the difficulty and the time frame in each place. But it still averages, thank God, because energy costs have not gone out of sight and the, the fuel costs. We're able to do it for 4800 Can you drill a well? I believe if you can, you will. People tell us it's one of the greatest joys uh, that they have. Uh, we have one man that drills a well every month. We've got churches that commit to drill 10 a year. Thank God for that. We've got companies that do it. But most of it, it's couples or individuals who say we're going to do this. And what a joy. Some will say, James, I wish I could, but I can't. But I can do part of it. 1,200 or 2,400. Another person joins you. Three people join you. we got a well. So make that gift and pray for the others to join. But most of the resources come from people who will say, I can help 30 people by giving 144, because that's what that gift will do. A gift of 48 will give 10 people water the rest of their life. 
So there's a level at which you can help. Would you please right now dial that number or go online and take that uh, bank card and use it like a check the way you should always use it and make the gift God puts on your heart. You're giving, really you are, you're giving the greatest gift possible. You're giving a gift of life and a gift of love. Would you do that right now, please? I pray you go to the phone or go online right now and just follow the leadership of God's Spirit. Thanks for sharing life. Every day, children living in extreme poverty are forced to make a dreadful choice. Drink dirty, polluted water filled with deadly disease or die from thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. The good news is there is a solution. Mission Water for Life is one of the most proven and viable demonstrations of God's love in the world today. You can help end the suffering because clean water changes everything. With your gift today, you can help drill 400 water wells in remote villages in over 15 nations. Your gift of $24 will help provide clean water for five people. A gift of $48 will help provide for 10. $72 will provide for 15 people. And $144 will help provide fresh, life-giving water for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, we'll send you the riches of Christ, what true prosperity looks like, filled with wisdom, prayers, and scripture. James Robison adds insight from what God has shown him about finding contentment in the Father's provision for your life. With your gift of $100 or more, please request the Children of the World Storybook Bible. This easy-to-read Bible features colorful art by children from nearly 50 countries around the world. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well. And you may request the Bridge of Faith Frame Canvas Print by Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your gift online. You know, we have some special gifts for you to bless you. And I hope you'll read that book on the riches of Christ, what true prosperity looks like. I think it, it's a real simple read. Uh, it, it's me sharing my heart and what I've witnessed in all the years since we've been married and in ministry all over the world. I, I do hope that you will get uh, Beth's Bible study and encourage others to get it and get in it and, and gain that intimacy with Christ. Now, Beth's going to be back with us again. We're going to kind of talk about another of those miracle interactions with the Holy Spirit, kind of like you want to comb that man's hair over there, which, which is the most watched thing we've ever done and posted on YouTube or anywhere. Share videos is what happened then. Well, this is another one like it, so you don't want to miss that. Would you say thanks to Beth Moore for being here with us? Look forward to seeing so you again in the next program. Thank you so much. It's a blast. Thank you so much. Thank all of you for watching it again. Thanks for sharing life. Thank you very much.
when planning your future, keep their future in mind. Contact Life Planning Services today. When life falls apart, God is there. Spend Wednesdays in the Word with Sheila Walsh tomorrow. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.